0: Hey there and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast, the show where we're all about helping you feel confident both as a mom and a business owner. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, mom of two, former teacher and full-time photographer and business coach. Each week we'll discuss the challenges, success and secrets that make you say, I can do this because you absolutely can. So pop in those earbuds, grab your favorite snack and let's get ready because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. We are deep in the holiday season with Christmas and New Year quickly approaching. I'm really excited. What I'm not so excited about are the allergies I'm experiencing currently. I have been sneezing like crazy, I am congested. I'm basically a walking like Claritin commercial. It's bad. And so I apologize in advance for any like coughs or nasally voice you're going to hear in this episode. It's just part of the season, tis the season, right? Or as I guess as Taylor Swift would say, tis the damn season. Um, Okay, today what I want to talk about is something that... I posted about this on Instagram, I don't know, six months ago, and it got a lot of traction, a lot of people, there were a lot of comments, a lot of engagement, and it sparked a lot of conversation. And I don't think I've ever really gone into depth about what the kind of topic of that post was, and that's what I want to do today. So the post that I shared over on Instagram was all about how in order to move your audience from where they are to where you want them to be, you have to build this bridge between the two of you. And I'm going to back up a little bit before we get into like what that metaphor means as far as like what is the bridge and how do we build it? What I see happening a lot with small business owners, with, um, you know, creatives, primarily creatives, who have gone into a business or have started a business with the idea of I want to create this thing and I want people to want this thing, but I don't really know how to move them through the journey of coming to this thing. And so what they do is you post on Instagram, you send out an email, you create a blog, you, you set up your website, you do all of these things that are sort of passive things. And you're like, okay, I'm going to put this thing out there and then they're all going to come rushing to me. I know I, I had this thought, like I remember thinking, When I started my photography business, I was like, okay, I'm going to create a Facebook page for my photography business. And as soon as I hit publish on this photography page, and it is live, I'm going to have so many people coming to me wanting to book me for their photo shoots. Nothing happened. Crickets, like less than crickets. Like it was complete silence. (laughs) And then the same thing, the same mindset kind of carried over to other things. I was like, okay, I am going to create an Instagram account. I'm going to start putting my photos out on Instagram. And as soon as I put this thing out there, I'm going to post this really great post and they're all going to come rushing in. It didn't happen. And then reels came along. Okay, I'm going to make reels. It's Everybody's getting really like great traction with reels. I'm going to create a reel. I'm going to put it out there and they're all going to come flooding in. And again, nothing. So the problem is is what we're hoping will happen. We are expecting to create this one magical thing that's going to take somebody from I have no clue who you are to I've now seen this one magical thing and I must have what you're offering. The reality is that's not how the client journey ultimately works. People don't go from I've never heard of you before to I must have what you're offering immediately within a matter of seconds. It takes time. It takes building that bridge. And so that's what I want to talk about in today's episode is how do we build this bridge? What does that bridge look like? And who are we talking to on one side of the bridge to get them to come across to our side of the bridge? So I want to give you a great example and then we'll kind of walk through step by step of like what this building a bridge idea looks like. We are in the height of holiday season, which means we are also in like max capacity for Facebook ads, social media ads, Google ads, commercials, all the things. We are being completely inundated with content and buy this thing and oh look at this and oh you you glanced at this one time so you must want it so we're gonna show you to you twelve more times. And honestly, I kind of fall victim to this sometimes. And this was an example that happened this year. So I'm always on the lookout for what are creative gift ideas for kids, whether it's my own kids or nieces, nephews, cousins. Um, You know, we've got some good friends that we spend the holidays with and like, what can I get for their kids? But I never want to just get something that's like, oh, I found this Lego set at Target. Like I want to, I'm trying to find things that are kind of um, different, unique, creative, fun um, off the beaten path. And so I saw this one ad that was, for whatever reason, it popped up on my feed. I fit into whatever category algorithm they were advertising to. And it was for this kind of this fidget toy game where, you know, you kind of like the, the poppets light up and you pop them really fast in whatever order you're supposed to pop them. And then, you know, you push the button on the back and it tells you if you got it right. And then it moves you to the next level. So it's this kind of like handheld little activity poppet game. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I think I saw it back in, like, early November. And I was like, oh, I'll have to kind of remember that for when it comes time to, like, start thinking about who I need to buy little gifts for or stocking stuff or items for. Well, then I kept seeing it on my feed, and I kept saying, like, okay, well, I took a couple times to, like, look at the reviews. One time I went to the website – Another time, I saw it from like a different brand that popped up. I saw one. I was like, you know, I like this brand, but I don't love like the designs of it. They're kind of like really like for little bitty kids. It was like a bunny rabbit or a a bear, and I was like, I wonder if they have any that are just solid colors for older kids. So I went to a different website where they were selling some, but the reviews weren't great. So I kind of did some research. I did some digging. I read. Facebook, you know, comments, I read reviews, I did some searching, and ultimately I kind of stopped looking. I got distracted, probably Thanksgiving happened and I got distracted. And now I'm seeing them on my Facebook feed again. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to order those." So then I go back into the cycle of I'm going to find the ones I really want. I'm going to look at like how many would I need? Do they offer them and, you know, like do you get a discount if you buy Three versus five? Do you get a better price on this site versus that site? The whole cycle. So, all of that to say that this is the journey that our clients are going on as well. It was not, I saw this thing, I immediately had to have it. So, I clicked the button and I bought it. In a perfect world, that is what they would love for me to do because then they don't have to pay to keep showing me this ad. But the reality is that's not how most buying decisions are made. Unless you have a super low ticket or free item, like a a lead magnet, those kinds of things are more quick action. But if you are asking somebody to make a decision on something that is a higher ticket item that is a luxury item that is a service item that is not like a super, like I'm going to make this decision. You know, it's, it's not those, what are they called? The little checkout stand impulse buys. If you're not offering a product or service, that's an impulse buy. Then your clients have to go on a journey with you. And that journey for the most part, you don't get to be a part of like, you're not seeing that journey. So like the, the company that was making these little poppet toys, They weren't seeing my research and my thought process. They weren't seeing how many times I'd come back to the different sites to look and compare. I mean, they might have some of that data tracked somewhere, but they weren't in my head going through the process of like, oh, I want to check this out. Oh, I got distracted by having to fix dinner for my kids. Or, oh, I'm looking at this thing on my phone, but I'm at basketball practice with my kids and I have to click off my phone and go do something. They're not watching all of that. And so a lot of your client's journey is behind the scenes. You're not going to be privy to it, but you still have to lay the groundwork for them to walk across that bridge on their journey. You know, I'll use the bridge now again, like you think about when someone builds a bridge across a river, they don't always get to see every person that walks across that bridge. But they know that because they put that bridge there, people are going to walk across it. People are going to be able to get from one side of the river to the other side safely. And even though they may not see every step that's taken across that bridge, they can rest assured knowing people have made it safely to the other side because of the work they put in. And that's what building a bridge in your client journey is doing. You may not see every step your clients take across the bridge, But ultimately, you know that you've done what you need to do in order to make it as easy as possible for them to go from one side where they're at now to the other side where they're working with you or buying from you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. So I want to give two examples of building a bridge, one that is a service-based, one that is a product-based. So I'm going to start with the product-based. Now let's say that you your product is a digital course you've created helping moms learn how to declutter and organize their home so that they can spend more time with their family and less time like cleaning up their house all the time. So it's a it's a digital digital product. Maybe you sell physical items to go along with it, but either way, we're gonna focus on the digital product of you're selling this course to these moms. So you wanna start with, okay, where are my clients at right now? Like where are they on their life's journey that I can then like reach them and say, hey, I'm over here on the other side of the river. Come across this bridge and join me. So typically in this case, if you're selling out the idea of how I'm going to help you declutter your home and organize so that you feel more productive and more at ease in your own home, you are now speaking to women who are not in that place. They are feeling overwhelmed. They are stressed. They have too much stuff. They are, you know coming up to Christmas, they're like, I don't want my kids to get one more stupid toy that we don't need. We've got too much stuff. I don't know how to go through this. Or maybe they're like, I don't know how to let go of things that feel sentimental. What am I supposed to keep? What am I not supposed to keep? Like They're just kind of in this place of like, sort of lost. Or maybe they have these feelings of like, I'm always overwhelmed. I feel like I'm constantly going behind my family and cleaning things up. But I don't know what to do. They don't even know really what, they're, what they need. They just know they don't like the way they feel. So that's where they're at. And you have to start by saying, I see you where you're at. And you have to address them where they're at. If you are trying to talk to your audience as if they're already halfway across the bridge to come see you, you're going to miss the mark. Because they're like, well, that's not me. I'm, I'm too far back if she's talking to the people that are already halfway on the journey to decluttering and organizing, I'm not there yet. So you need to start at the very beginning. So if you're like, okay, my target are these women who are feeling overwhelmed, who are feeling stressed, who are feeling like their house is like sucking the joy out of their life. How can I speak to that? So then what you do to start building this bridge is you start building a connection with them. You start by saying, I see you. I see where you're at. I've been there. I have felt that. You connect with them on the level of, I know how it feels to come home every day to a house that feels cluttered and disorganized, and it's hard for you to relax and be in this place that's supposed to feel comforting to you, and it doesn't. And so you do that through your content, whether it's social media, a blog, a website, um, ads, a podcast, YouTube video, whatever your contact f- content format is, you are talking to them as if you're saying, I get it. I know how you feel. I've been there. And then you guide them from there and you go, you know what? I've been here. I know how this feels. Here's the first thing I did. I took, because when you think about like a client journey to go from feeling super overwhelmed and." disorganized to like the switch flipping of like, Oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to completely declutter my house. And we're going to get rid of all these things we don't need. And I'm going to go to the container store and buy all these you know, clear crates. And my house is going to look like it does on the home edit. That doesn't happen. It's a process and you have to do it step by step. And so you take your client and you are your potential client. And you say, Hey, I see you. I understand how you feel Here's Step one. Step one is let me show you how to declutter that one junk drawer in your kitchen that feels like it's where things go to die. (laughs) And you take that and you offer maybe a free something where it's like, hey, you know what? You feel this way? Here's this free guide. Here's this free like little video of me showing you how to declutter and organize that drawer in your kitchen. And they're going to be like, oh, wow, that was really easy and that feels really good. Now I feel like I've accomplished something. Okay, what can I do next? What can she teach me next? So then you come along and you say, hey, I have all of these blog posts where I have shown people and I can teach you how to organize your pantry, how to set up your refrigerator so that you always can find what you need and your kids can access things that they need. Here's how to organize your closet so that you always feel like you know exactly what you have and you feel confident going in there and finding something to wear. You know, whatever it is, you offer them these resources. If it's a, you know, here's a series of blog posts, here's all my top Instagram posts, here's the spot on my website where I, you know, guide you through these things, here's the products I recommend. But you're doing all of this and you're laying down the framework, you're building the bridge for them to say... Here's where I was. I need someone to walk with me across the journey. And they're doing all of this without your assistance per se. Like, yes, you have created the free guide, you've created the blog content, but you're not there watching them read the blogs. You're not what, you know, you're not standing over their shoulder helping them declutter that drawer. So a lot of this is things that you're not seeing in the process. Like you might see, oh, you know, Susie downloaded my free guide, that's great, but then you don't see the part where she stays up till 2 a.m. reading all your blog posts and then the whole weekend that she spends, you know, decluttering her pantry because you've inspired her. And so then from there, you keep building that bridge with your content, with maybe it's hey, it's at a certain point in your in your journey, it's reach out to me and let's set up a consultation. Or it's, hey, why don't you check out this like free? you know, uh, preview of what the course is. And then once you've laid the groundwork, now she's ready to come all the way across the bridge and purchase your course and maybe even continue, you know, beyond that to working with you one-on-one or whatever it is that you offer. But do you see how that journey, it leads her across the way. You're not going to walk up to the person who is frazzled and disorganized and chaotic and go, Hey, you know what? If you just click this one button and spend $4.99 on my course, then all of a sudden tomorrow you're going to wake up a brand new person and you're going to be an organized, systematic person and your house is going to be amazing. That doesn't happen. So we have to guide them there with these little steps, these little moments along the way. And you might say it's like the no like, and trust factor. It's building that trust. It's building that capability for that person to go, oh, I started here. Then I found this thing, so I took a few steps forward. Then she led me to this other stuff, which took me a few more steps forward, and now I can see how buying this course from her or working with her is going to help me finish this process, finish this journey, finish this transformation into what it is that I really want to be doing. So that's the journey that you, that's the bridge that you want to build for your client to go on. So let's look at one more quick example of a service-based product or service-based business. So let's say you're a hairstylist and you specialize in extensions. So you help women get fuller, longer, thicker hair by offering them like, you know, whatever, the hand-tied extensions. I the Extensions are not my world. This is just what I went with because it's kind of a specialty topic or specialty service. So you have the person on the other side of the river who is in a place where they're maybe frustrated, maybe they're disappointed, they're embarrassed because their hair is thinning, or they just can't seem to get their hair to grow. They have maybe, you know, heard of extensions, but that's something that's a world they know nothing about. And they are not someone who is just going to, again, wake up one day and go, it's time for me to get extensions. I'm going to go on Instagram and the first account that pops up, I'm going to hire them. This is something they're going to invest their time and energy into to go on a journey because it's not as easy as I'm just going to go get my hair cut or I'm just going to get my hair colored. This is a time investment. It's a monetary investment. It is, is this the right choice for me? Are there different options I need to learn about? All these things. So you have to come in as the hairstylist and say, hey, this is where my client's at. She's unsure. She has questions. Maybe she's a little embarrassed to be even like asking these questions because she doesn't even know what questions to ask yet. She doesn't know what the options are. This is a whole like scary world for her. All she knows is that she's unhappy with her hair and wants to do something different. So then you come along and you start building that bridge. And maybe you start by, you know, putting content in front of her that says, you know, hey, are you feeling really tired with or frustrated with how as you get older, your hair starting to feel thinner and it's not growing as quickly as you want? Maybe you've tried all of these things you've seen online. Um, have you ever thought of extensions? Here's my, you know, quick start guide where I answer kind of all the basic questions about how to get started with extensions what different kinds are there you know what should you be looking for what questions should you ask your stylist when deciding who to, to go with to get your extensions and then it's kind of the same process then from there you kind of keep guiding them along with here's a little more information here's a little more information here's how you can reach out to me and set up a consultation Here's how, if you have questions about this, this is a resource you can go to on my website, a blog I wrote, um, a podcast episode I did, a YouTube video I created. Um, if you aren't sure you know, cost-wise, let's talk about that. Create content that talks about that. And sometimes this can all be done on your website. I'm not saying it has to be like create a freebie and then a blog post and then a podcast and then a website and then it can all be done in one place. I'm just giving different examples of how if you, you know, want more places, more touch points for people to kind of connect with you on, how you can spread it out a little bit. So if you want to do all of these things on your website, you know, have tons of blog content, articles, links to other things, resources, frequently asked questions, all of this, stuff, it can be done that way. But then you have to get your website in front of people. You can't just expect them to like stumble across your website and spend hours deep diving your content. You still have to find ways to get that content in front of that person on the other side of the river that needs your help coming across the bridge. But ultimately what you're doing is you are educating them. You're building trust. You're building a relationship with them to the point where they're like, there is no other choice but to hire you once they've decided like, yes, extensions are the right choice for me. That's what I need then you are the no-brainer option because you've been taking them on this journey the entire time. You've been the one leading them across the bridge whether they, you know, realize it or not. You weren't there physically, but you were there because it was your content, your information, your, um, you know, answers to their questions, all the things. So here is my homework assignment for you as we head into the holidays. I know that for a lot of us You know, we're going to have some downtime in the next couple of weeks, whether it's the holidays or the slower months coming up at the beginning of the year. And what I would like for you to do, if this is something that you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, yeah, Kendra, I need to build a bridge. Like I need to have these touchstones, these places for people to kind of build connection with me and build trust so that they are able to come over. Because honestly, this was the missing piece in my business for a long time. I was expecting people to make this giant leap from where they're at to where I was and I wasn't building that bridge, those stepstones along the way and it was too much of of a leap and they weren't taking it. And so what I needed to do was to sit down and really look at what does my customer journey look like? And so that's my homework assignment for you is I want you to really look at where is my client right now? Where do I want them to be? Where am I? And how big of a gap is that? And what can I fill in that gap with that's gonna help get them to my side of the bridge? So this might look like sitting down and going, okay, what's the first step? Like if my client is the frazzled, overwhelmed mom who doesn't know how to organize her house, what's the very first thing that she needs to do to take that step forward? It's not gonna be buy a course. It's not gonna be, You know, go out and buy all these containers because she doesn't even know what she needs yet. It might just be, hey, maybe the reason you're feeling overwhelmed and and disorganized is because your house is overwhelming and disorganized. Let's fix that. Here's one quick, simple fix you can do right now today that's going to help you feel better about, you know, coming home to a messy house. And you give her a little taste of something. So, what is that first thing? Map it out. And then once she has that, what do you want her to do next? Do you want her to, you know, come read your blog post? Do you want her to like binge your Instagram content? Do you want her to listen to a podcast episode? Do you want her to go watch a YouTube video? What's the next step? Map that out. And yeah, you're going to have some clients who, you know, they come in, they get the first step and they jump across, you know, to step five and then they buy from you. You might have some that, sit at the first part of the bridge and they're sitting there like holding on to this one free thing that you gave them. And it takes them five months to move to the next step. But if you have this kind of mapped out journey of like, ideally, this is how I would like my clients to get to me, then you can start putting things in place. And then when you go to create content for your business, you can kind of say, am I creating too much content for someone who's on step five? or am i creating too much content for step 1 and not enough for like the middle pieces? Like do i have enough, you know, content on my website, on my blog, on my Instagram, wherever that really feeds every step of the journey across the bridge? And so not only are you creating a client journey, but you're creating a framework for yourself, for the content that you create. You now can say, okay, I need to make sure that I have something for every step along this bridge across the way to me, but then I can start feeding into those different positions, those different spots, those different locations, and go, okay, I really maybe need to try a couple different entry points for them to get them onto the bridge. Maybe decluttering their junk drawer works for some people, but maybe others are like, I really just need a system for like getting my kids laundry organized, or I need a system for my, you know, pantry or lunch, lunches every day. And so have like, you know, get the feedback from people, learn what people, what works for them. And maybe you have a couple different entry points that you focus on, but the rest of the journey feeds the same way. Or maybe you're like, everybody comes in at this one point, but then they have different needs, so I need to give them different options in the middle of the bridge to decide, are they going to walk on the left side, the right side, or down the middle? So you kind of learn as you go, but it gives you a framework. It gives you a structure to work within. It gives you something to create content for. And then you learn as the as your clients are coming across the bridge on their journey how you can diversify, how you can add things in, or test different things. But ultimately, you already have the foundation in place. So again, your homework for this break for the holidays is to figure out what is the foundation, the framework that you need to have in place, and start putting those pieces together so that come 2024 you can jump right into getting those potential clients going across that bridge and making their way into working with you, hiring you, or buying from you. All right, so that's going to do it for this week's episode. I hope that this gives you something to work on. You know, we talked about in a previous episode of using the holidays and the downtime to try new things in your business, to learn something new. Hopefully this gives you something you can do during that downtime in your business. If you have questions or you want to reach out to me, you can do so over on Instagram at Business. And as always, you can head down to the show notes and fill out the ask me anything questionnaire and send in your questions. I'd be happy to answer them here on a future podcast episode. All right, guys, have a wonderful week, a Merry Christmas, and I will see you back here next week. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Don't forget to leave a review and follow us on socials at Girl Means Business. See you next week.